it still starting? Oh, we're starting. We're That's live. right. We're live. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. This is actually a very special edition. I'm actually joined by my good friend, Taylor369. And he has a few different companies. So I wasn't really sure which one to attach. Uh, but we're going to be going over a whole lot of, of, of different things in this episode. Uh, things like Atlantis, ancient civilizations, crystal theory. Uh, and I'm very excited to talk about conscious entrepreneurship and more because I believe that we're living in uh, the modern day renaissance. But with that being said, Taylor, my friend, thank you for joining us. Yes, Freedom. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate what you do. And I, I wanted to say I appreciate how you um, share your stories with people, how you kind of start out with like saying like thoughts and question mark. And you're not really forcing anything upon people, which I think is amazing. And you're, you're letting people have their own viewpoint while giving them um, facts. So I, I really appreciate that. So thank you, man. Uh, it's, this is this is it's not even a, I wish I could say it's a labor of love, but this is like a passion. So, you know, I'm, what you're getting is authenticity, authenticity. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious uh, about all the things that you see us talk about here. And whenever I have people on like yourself who bring different perspectives, I'm just like, hell yeah, let's, let's fire it up. Let's do this. So I don't, I don't try to force my opinions on people because I know I'm, 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 I'm kind of wild, but I do believe we think, I, I do believe that we need to have a broader range discussion over a lot of these topics. I, I think so too. Um, and that, that brings up a good point too. Um, you know, I think we all are given, or we, we, we chose to incarnate at this time to use the tools like the internet um, to spread awareness. And, and because it would have been a little hard, you know, 50, 60 years ago to get the information that needs to be get, needs to get out, out there. Um, as soon as we need it, as we know, like our, our, our newspapers back in the day, and some of them are still owned by big corporate businesses, but we have this opportunity right now in this day and age to use the internet to get our information out there. So, um, yeah. So. And this has been like a huge thing that I've, I've really wanted to, I, I hope, get across to a lot of people uh, that understand the, the beauty, the majesty and the divinity of the times that we're in. Like, I, I really keep trying to tell people we are in the modern day renaissance because and we'll get and we'll get into this uh, stuff like phones as crystals, crystals as portals, what we think of as technology uh, and how we interface with the divine. We're living in the modern day renaissance. We have access to so much information uh, and tools at our disposal. All it really, truly takes for us to manifest that is to fix our perception uh, and do it. So I, it, I'm fired up all the time. I it's really it's really fueling to know um, how much tools that that we have out there, and um, have you heard of Holochain by chance? I have not. It's it's almost like an internet three that's coming out. Um, it gives people the access to be the server for data. Um, it's pretty interesting if you ever get a chance. I'm 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 new to it myself. But from what I hear, it's a whole nother internet that, that was built by conscious people. And it actually uses cryptocurrency too um, um, as a way to fuel the internet. So people get pretty much paid in, in what's called hollow tokens to be a server for the internet um, and for applications and whatnot. So, and it's an open source. So anybody can like, you can go build an app 
on Holochain or a website on Holochain and nothing controls your data. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, I think there's some more stuff that's going to be coming out about Holochain here soon. Um, I'll yeah, definitely just, look into it. Yeah, I thought I would bring that up. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm actually a really big cryptocurrency fan. I've I've been, I was kind of hesitant about it at first, um, you know, just because of how we think, you know, we're kind of, I, I kind of look at both sides and everything, but um, I think, you know, there's certain cryptocurrencies out there that can be, that have huge potential um, that are on the good side, um, for say. So um, I think people, but, to, um, to interject real quick, you know, I think, and this is something that I hope we can kind of talk about throughout like the entirety of, a, of the broadcast is people kind of have this stigma attached to money to where they think it's evil, to where they think it's bad, to where it literally just needs to be a tool uh, the same way we use everything else. Things like cryptos. I get it. I, I get it. You know, people are skeptical because you have the whole new world order, uh, a cashless society, the technocracy. I get that. But if we don't figure out how to effectively use these tools, they will be used against us. And so when you're talking about things like hollow chain uh, and al alternative effective cryptocurrencies, I'm all for it. I don't want right. to be I don't want to be caught with my pants down uh, when they roll out these new things and we're unaware of them. Right. Yeah, I think it's cryptocurrency is definitely something that we should keep an eye on um, and not not let it go away. I know there's a big um, a big hype about it earlier last year that, that brought up the price and then. It also kind of scared people away when the when the price of Bitcoin went down, but I don't think that's something that we should use to judge um, the future of Bitcoin on. Um, but yeah, like I said, like you were saying too, I think we definitely should be open to it. So um, I know last year I definitely uh, I, I I remember what you're talking about. I got involved with like uh, Hodl, Bit Bitrix, and uh, I forget what the other one was, but I was doing all kinds of different trading last year because it was it was volatile. And to uh, to be honest, you know, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing. Right. Yeah, I think there I think we do have to watch out with some of the trading platforms for cryptocurrency. I think there's some kind of AI integrated into those trading websites. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But think there's something with AI involved with the trading websites. It seems, um, seems like there's a, like, because there are these exchanges, you know, there's this whole exchange rate, the fluctuation of it. And then you have people that massively pull out stuff. And then you have people that make massive purchases. Like it's, I, I, it's crazy just seeing it all fluctuate, seeing it work. I'm trying to figure it out myself, but I know there are people out there who already have it mastered. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, like I said, I think there is there is projects out there that we need that we should be aware of and keep up with. So um, it's part of decentralization. I think that's a big part of it too. Is people the same way we were talking about? You know, having your your your, your purchases being tracked uh, with the modern day system. I think people want that level of privacy and decentralization uh, when it comes to their finances. They don't want, say, PayPal or uh, Google or Apple or anybody of those types of people having access to their information. And so they, they, they think that because these people have this kind of monopoly on that kind of market, that they're going to immediately have access to that data and those patterns. And it becomes a huge thing. So it's a, it's a very interesting uh, topic to see develop over time. Right. 
It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for the future of cryptocurrency. Um, I'm really excited. So. Would you consider yourself a futurist? Um, man, I'm really old school at the same time. <laughs> I, I like to do things in um, cash. I, I, I can't, I, I really don't know what to describe. <laughs> um, I'm not really good on labels either. I hear you, I hear you brother. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I like to label myself, you know, um, I, I, I love to label myself as a vegan, but I can't 100% label myself as a vegan. I travel a lot and I might have like a little butter in my plate or something <laughs> and then the vegan police are coming after me after that. But uh, but I, I guess I'm not really too good with labels, but I, I try to be conscious, a conscious eater and a conscious person as much as, you know, I, as I can. So um in terms of being a futurist, uh, I don't know, man. I'm really old school in the way I live personally. I hear um, you, man. I I, I hear you. So. I definitely like even, even a perfect example. You know, I hate answering my phone, but people think because I have right. a phone and they have my number, I'm supposed to answer it all the time. It's like, no, I'm from the back. I'm from the times where if it's important, you'll let me know. Don't just call me because you want to call me because it's it's convenient. I like my privacy the same way I don't like to waste everybody else's time. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and I think, you know, social media is like, there's two different people can use social media as like a leisure time and, and whatnot, or people can use it to get, some people use it to get information um, and whatnot. I think, you know, I think it's a big distraction um, right now. I think that's what you're talking about, like limiting ourselves on the phones, but there's also this huge community on social media that I think a lot of us are attracted to and that we're part of. It's just like this conscious community. Yes. And you know, I'm, I love interacting with conscious people because it's, I don't want to say it's hard to find people that are conscious. It's, it's, it, there's, I want to say they're definitely more, they're more rare <laughs> than, but I think uh, the, the conscious group is definitely growing every day. Um, which is amazing and it's cool to to see people around the country and you know through instagram i've, I've been able to meet similar minded people like ourselves and that are conscious and it's it's really cool to interact on on social media with this group so um and i, and I think you know that's definitely something most people that most people that listen cast people that watch the, the show and stuff like that uh, they get they get one aspect of it, but whenever you're involved in this type of work, and you find like minded spirits who are in the same arena as you, you know there's there's no other there's 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 a it, there's an immediate kinship, there's an immediate friendship, there's an immediate just like you get it, you understand, you're right here. It's like battle buddies, you know, like we're in the trenches together. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. We're, that's a good. We're fighting the war on consciousness together, man. That's what it is. And so you're finding you're finding people that have the same kind of ideology as you or different parts of the same ideology. They have they might use different weapons, they might use different tactics, but these are still the same people on your team. And that's that is a beautiful feeling that I wish I could share to a lot more people. Right. It, it's really beautiful. You know, there's so this community is so it's so wide range. And I think there's so many different ways ways people can express their love and express their info and their knowledge you know there's have you ever seen those really wise people and that that you know that are, that are wise but they don't say anything they're just in public 
and like maybe like an old old guy who may be like 60 years old. He's very wise, but he just sits there, um, t- and he, he might communicate telepathically. I'm not sure what he does, but you know, there's different forms of like like light workers in this world, and you know, some a lot of them are working behind the scenes, which is beautiful. Um, it's a, it's a great it's a great community, and um, it also brings us into entrepreneurship. Um, you know, this community is is willing to help out similar minded people. They're always willing to help out similar minded people um, who are on the same mission. And I think there's so many opportunities for entrepreneurships in this in this industry. Yes, and in, in this people and it, you know, it, this community is great because not one person or one company can control this community. Nobody can control this community. That's what's, that's, what's great about it. So um, I wanted to, it, it, I don't know. We, we were talking beforehand uh, about things like uh, past lives, reincarnation. Uh, right. And, you know, I want to see if we could try to weave this in with the current conscious community, the idea of basically being reborn. And, and you said this before the show as well, how we were born back into this time frame uh, to do the work that is required because we couldn't do this 10, 20, 30 years ago, 50, 60 years ago, a hundred years ago, there is a specific point in time that we are in right now with all the tools that we have available as to why we were here. And whenever we have this conscious community that comes through like a bull in a China shop, just, you know, trying to wake up as many different people possible all over the world in as many different ways. That's a, that, that, that's a, it's not a disruptive force, but that's a monumental thing to think about. Like we're literally at the stage to where, and this is why I'm glad you talked about the, the entrepreneurial aspect of it. We're at the stage to where vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle. That's a real thing. The economic power that each individual has in their pocket, they don't understand that. But like you said, look at what's going on with the vegan movement. Look at what's going on in the medical marijuana industry movement. Look at what's going on in uh, the organic food industry. Look at what's going on because people are voting with their dollars and saying they are tired of this corrupt system. They want something new. This is this is what I was telling you about uh, either at the start of the show or before. But this is that modern renaissance. We have we have such beauty and ability to create this future because we already know the problems. We we get the we get the ability to come up with the solutions. What other blessing is that? Right. It's, it's amazing. And, you know, almost these companies are, are going to have to follow behind. Um, you know, I heard the, 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 the milk and dairy industry lost like $1 billion in sales or something in the last couple of years or some crazy number like that. And I think, that's of course that started with the conscious community making a standpoint like, Hey, this stuff isn't good and getting it out there. Um, so, you know, I think you'll see, um, a big shift and even in these corporate corporate businesses and, and the shifting with the conscious movement, um, as well. So I think it's pretty cool to see. Um, so I agree. I, I definitely agree. And this is why, um, I, f- I forget who I was talking to about this, but that's why it's 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 important that we. Exp- I think it was you that I was talking about with this earlier earlier today, Taylor, to where I was like, this is why we need to expose this type of stuff within these big companies before they start to try to take over. Because by the time they become uh, McDonald's or uh, any one of these fast food restaurants or any one of these 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 huge chains of whatever store it is, they begin to lose the quality, and so we've got to make sure 
that like Taco Bell, they don't use D grade meat. They use the A grade stuff. And that we, we like with Monsanto now, we know what kind of chemicals they're using. We know what's on the labels. We need to hold them to standards. Otherwise, they'll get away with these types of things. And that's the problem with big companies. They get away with this stuff without people exposing them. Right. And they think, you know, they can just slide stuff under the table um, and they don't, they don't think anybody will say anything about it. But the, the conscious community is doing a great job of exposing and getting the word out there on the, even the small details that, that really go. They're not really small because they make a big impact on our health and things like that. But um, I think there's there. I was watching a, some, a video the other day of um, a politician in, in Washington exposing um, he exposes fluoride, um, and he also exposes 5G in Washington. I think, you know, it, it's cool to see people in Washington and in and, and places like that it, making a big stand on these things. And I think it's a big domino effect, too. And I think as, as these people start dying off, you know, that are in office right now, even some of the younger people in these in these big families, I think you might even see a conscious shift in in these big politician families. I think we oh, yeah. might we might even see. So, um, I'm I'm really excited for the future. Actually, um, there's so. some um, there's some there's some actors and people in Hollywood uh, that message me. I'll just leave it at that. And they and they work on certain projects where they know that they ha- that they're working on a project that comes up against like the satanic Hollywood aspect. Like there are certain sects within Hollywood who are aware of how corrupt Hollywood is. And so they're making either Christian films, conscious films. Uh, I don't want to say new age films, but spiritual films that expose this because that's the part of that. That's, that's the beauty of it. This change that we're going through, it's not going to be overnight. We're at the stage right now to where you see evil evolving and us having to, to, to adjust accordingly. We're rising up. And so they're 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 doing different things to try to stifle that progress. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Like you're having people, like you said, people that go like like look at what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just did, exposing how much uh, influence Big Pharma has in Congress. And so this is this is a good thing because we're pointing out the problems, meaning we're already working on the solutions. But it's that perception that restricts us uh, uh, from committing to it fully. If we can, I want to pivot. Uh, because we were we were talking before the show um, about marijuana, cannabis, THC. Right. Yeah, yeah, good old marijuana, man. Um, you know, I I've been in the hemp industry for about three years now, and I'm I'm starting to see a lot of people cutting corners these days. Um, and, and the biggest thing I want to talk about is. The, the the cartridge movement, you know, I think there's there's five to ten million dollars in sales a day on cartridges in the U.S. and a lot of people are are buying these fake packaging and fake carts from China and and filling them up with um, K2 and and what's called dirty distillate, uh, which is the oil that goes inside of them. Um, have you heard anything what? about that? I I've, I've uh... I have, you know, people, people here locally that, uh, that grow harvest, uh, they, 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 they make their own isolate and they, they do it from start to finish. I've seen it. It's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I couldn't do it, 
but this is what we were talking about before with the mass production, uh, how these people can cut corners. I've not ever gotten involved in the cartridge movement or things like vaping, because I know that's just big tobacco's way of trying to worm their way into the medical marijuana industry. I've just been extraordinarily cautious uh, about the idea of vaping cartridges or any of that type of stuff, man. I won't lie to you. Right. I, I don't blame you. Um, it's definitely a new technology, but the good thing is there is, that, uh, or that's where I'm old school. I, I guess I'm old school when it comes to the herb, if you know what I mean. Sure. Sure. Flower is a great way to go. Um, I think, um, there is good distillate out there. Um, what people are doing is they're buying what's called, um, like I said, dirty distillate and what, what we have in distillate, there's like pest pass one, pest pass two, and pest pass three, which is different pesticide pa um, levels that they, that companies pass for. Um, I think we were talking about earlier how we don't really like the dispensary, the flowers that come from the dispensaries because they're, they're forced to have pesticides in them, believe it or not. Um, which is crazy to think about how, how a, a company is forced to have pesticides in their, in their weed in order to sell it. I'm, I'm not sure whoever came up with that rule, but, um, um, yeah, it's, 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 it, the, this industry is very gray right now. There's a big gray area. And I think, you know, some of the veterans who have been around the industry for, you know, 20, 30 years who have been doing the organic grows, I think they can, they can really make a stance and, and, and show people the right way to do this before, you know, Marlboro comes in. So well, it's, it's the idea of, of, you know, corporate of uh, making something like commercialized, you know, the minute that they get corporate involved, the minute that they start trying to have quotas, reach certain market goals and stuff like that, that's whenever it's no longer about the quality, it's about the quantity. And you begin to lose the quality whenever you just focus on the quantity. And they don't see how, and, and I'm glad you brought this up, you know, with the pesticide levels, they don't see how by sacrificing that quality, they're endangering everything else. They're endangering both the quantity and the quality. Like that's the crazy part about it. I could pull up an article right now about you know how much how much pesticides are on fruits uh, and veggies. This is a very real thing. Um, right. I think uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to talk about it in the weed industry because you know, like I said, there's a big gray area. Not everybody wants to talk about it, um, but there is there has been a few cases in the last few weeks of kids going to the hospital for high cyanide levels. And they're getting that from the distillate, um, sadly. And that's, dang that's dangerous, man, because think about this. We're literally poisoning kids with what should what, what should be a panacea, what should be like a curative. It's like right. literally they've literally weaponized it. And I don't want to scare people because, right. you know, because it sounds like crazy, like, oh, don't smoke the weed. It's like, no, you need to be cautious or cautious right. and conscious of where your weed is coming from and what you're consuming. Right. And make sure you're not getting from your average show, you know, filling up their, their carts with cheap distillate, you know, because there's a big difference in price from organic distillate um, and and dirty distillate. Like the price is it's insane. So, you know, if your cart is, is costing really cheap and it's if it's very runny, um, that's another sign, too, um, that, you know, they're using too many additives and. And, and cuts in it so yeah man it's a it's a crazy industry it's very gray but um i think like i said the veterans need to step in and, and really say something and put a stop to um the high pesticide 
um, flowers going into the distillate. So what happens when they make the oil for these carts, right? They get the they get all this different trim. Um, usually the trim's coming from different sources, um, and they're putting it in one big batch, and the trim's turning into into oil into distillate. Um, and you know that's people are buying cheap um, cheap trim. That's that's non that's pesticide um, filled. So. So if, if you could see, could you elaborate, I guess, on that a little bit more things like organic distillate, dirty distillate, uh, K2 and spice and why things like the pesticide levels, uh, contained in them, why it's important. Right. Um, you know, if people were to go, go buy distillate on the street or, or wherever from a shop, um, you know, they'll get they'll get an option for pesticide, pest pass one, pest pass two, pest pass three. Um, there's also something out there, uh, Delta eight or nine. I'm not sure exactly um, what it is, if it's Delta eight or nine. Um, but there, there's different kinds of distillate. Um, yeah. So basically, you know, what I've noticed, if if the cart, it's 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 pretty easy to find to get to the source and find out if the if it's like your average Joe making making a cart, um, usually the the fake carts, the bad carts are are the the packaging that people are getting from China, um, and 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 those are the people that are filling them up themselves usually. So, I knew um, a, I, think, uh, I, knew I think some of the big brands, I can, I, uh, some of the brands I think people need to watch out for um, exotic carts, um, certain dank vapes which I think is a popular one and um, brass knuckles. There's a lot of replicas of those out. Um, you know, the, these, the, the, these companies, you know, they're not giving their cards away for super cheap. So usually if they're, if they're really cheap and, and it's, you can look up the brand and see if they can buy from China, but those are the brands that I would stay away from. I think that's, so. I'm, I'm definitely glad you pointed out those three too, because I do know another person here uh, in New Mexico that, that has a business who is doing that very same thing. Like he's not buying, he's, he's not buying American. He's buying it from China. And then he's just having them repackage and label it as if it's, as if it's made here in America and then he's selling it. So he's getting low quality, but selling it uh, for high price. It's, and I'm just like, dude, that's, that's, that's shady. That's disrespectful. Yeah. Like, yeah. In these carts that are coming from, from China, um, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of the aluminum is coming from. The aluminum isn't coming from the distillate itself. Uh, the aluminum is coming from the cartridges. And so this is, this is also what people are vaping whenever they do it, whenever they have these cartridges, they're like, they're actually inhaling this aluminum. Is that what you're saying? The, yeah, they're, well, it's the aluminum, I think, is integrated in the wicks and the ceramic, some of the ceramic coils. Um, I think the, the the best ones to use are the C-cells, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like 90% sure of the C-cells are the way to go. Uh, but the old cartridges, when the cartridges first started, they were using them like the plastic wicks. And I'm not sure how safe those were. Um, but I think, I think like everything – um, as Amer- you know, it, it'll eventually be regulated. Um, <laughs> sometimes America takes a, wh- a while to regulate things, but hopefully there's going to be some kind of regulations and in, into what distillate is, is used and what, um, what pods people are using too as well. 
So it just so it doesn't seem like, you know, we're, we're bashing weed or putting down anybody doing any kind of cartridges or any type of stuff like that. Uh, in your opinion, what would be like an effective way of uh, consuming or partaking in marijuana? Well, this, here's the thing. There's a lot of elite uh, states that are still legal um, these days, and, and these cartridges give give people a way to be very discreet um, and consuming marijuana. So, personally, I, I like to microdose edibles if I can. Um, I think that's the most effective way on consuming uh, marijuana is, is microdosing, like just like microdosing psilocybin. You don't have to dive deep in every and every time you, you take it. You don't have to get so stoned where you can't move, or you, you're high just for the pleasure. Um, yeah, so that, that's my take. I think uh, microdosing edibles is the way to go. Um, I do like smoking uh, tobacco, natural tobacco leaves, and flour as well together. Um, I think I really enjoy that. Um, I think smoking marijuana does open up the pineal gland a little bit. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much, but I think it does do something there. Would you, Um, so that's, that's, would you say it's like the American thing to like, you know, with, I I agree with you 1000%. I definitely think, you know, it should be consumed uh, physically like ingested or taken with like a tea or something else, but I do not feel like smoking it is the most effective way. Uh, to having it into your system. And this is what I was telling you beforehand. You know, there's no amount of smoke that's good for your body. Um, Do you think it's like the American thing for us to just demonize it like this and, and not receive the full benefit? Cause I mean, I, I definitely, I, I, I definitely feel like, you know, like everything else, people need to try it at least once. So they understand and can have their, like the, the gateways of perception opened. But if we're only practicing it uh, in a, any 50% capacity, are we really receiving the benefits? Right. Um, you know, I think we were t- like we were talking earlier. You know, you don't you don't have to have the craziest looking flower or um, the most expensive like wrapper weed or anything like that. Um, that dank. I think that's an ego. <laughs> yeah, that dank. <laughs> I think that's a that's just an ego thing. Um, you know, I. You know, you don't have to have all this weed on you and be smoking all the time to get and get really stoned. Um, I, I think we could respect the plant a little bit and appreciate the values and the different different aspects of it and and jesting and and whatnot. Um, so, you, you said it right there. Personally, I think the the my favorite way to to smoke flour, um, like I said, is doing the microdosing edibles and and smoking the THC. THCA, uh, THC crystals um, at night before I go to bed. Um, there's something about smoking the THC crystals. I, I'm not sure if it's being in a in a crystal form, um, but I, I I get a lot of downloads when I when I smoke THC crystals. I think you you hit it on the head uh, right there. Whenever you're saying respect the plant. I think that's what I was trying to allude to when I'm saying we're demonizing it because we're not respecting it. Uh, and speak on that. Speak on speak on the download from the THC crystals, and we'll see if we can pivot into crystal theory from there. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's the knowledge that is in the plan that that gets uh, concentrated into the THC crystal. 
because the THC crystal takes a little more time to make um, than any other concentrate. Um, it also has zero butane, zero CO2. Um, it's just the raw plant and the crystal itself, which I love. Um, I'm not a big fan of shatter or, or um, oils like that because they use a lot of butane and CO2. Um, but yeah, man, there's, there's something about crystal THC crystals that, that are special about the plant. Um, and you were talking about, um, you know, can crystals be used as portals? Um, and, and, and now we're talking about, you know, regular crystals like quartz and, and whatnot. Um, I think they can, um, I think crystals can be used as portals. You know, if we can influence the magnetic field around the crystal, and I think we can create different doorways that way. Um, that's just a, you know, I've had similar experiences like that. Um, so, yeah. And I, I just want to touch on this real quick, you know, because it's, it's, I know this seems like a, a very crazy long, uh, long bow that we're connecting right here. But this is what I'm saying. We need to fix the perception of it. Marijuana. And THC, it's been here longer than your grandma, longer than your great grandma. The only thing that's different now is we're genetically modifying it. We are specifically targeting it and trying to change it. That's the only thing that's different. The weed has been here. It's been here that far. And so when we're talking about weed, not even weed, we're talking about the basic crystal being like a, 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 a portal. It's, it's a window into the past. It's a window or prism into what you can't understand. And that's why whenever we're, we're, we're looking at these types of things from weed to crystals, you're looking at how earth has been here for forever, for as long as we can think whatever time is, we are the only thing that's new and how we're interfacing with what is essentially immortal. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, I know it's, it's, this is this is this is the part of the conversation where it gets kind of weird because you know we have weed's been with us forever. You look at things like uh, DMT, ayahuasca, mushrooms. All of these things have been there with us for quite some time. But right. what does that mean if these things keep showing up throughout history? And when they show up, they usually are either accompanied by knowledge or some kind of spiritual mental change. So when we're talking about, you know, what this weed is doing, how we're perceiving it, how we want it to affect us, that's because we're aware that we're being changed by these old archetypes resurfacing in our life again. Right. And I think uh, it's one of those things that we can also purify before we ingest or inhale, Um, you know, how people can purify their food, other food. Um, you know, some people, some religions and cultures pray before they eat their food. Um, they're, they're pretty much programming their food yes. to, to help their, help their body or to ingest it the correct way. And I think we can do the same thing with marijuana. You know, even though sometimes the plant is, is genetically modified and altered throughout history, I think we can still get this same knowledge, um, that's rooted in the plant, um, through pur- purification as well. Um, so even though if a plant has a little pesticide um, in it or if the soil had pesticides in it from the previous grow, I think 
you know, it's not the most ideal situation, but I think we still can purify the plant. This is something I'm, I'm I'm curious on because you know we were we were talking about the pesticide levels within plants. I'm always curious about well how long or how many gen- different generations is it going to take to work that poison out of a the soil? Yeah, I think it's like five to seven years of just organic soil, if I'm not mistaken, to really take it out of the you know because some farmers are 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 going back and purchasing previous properties from from people and and they're trying to turn it back to organic soil um i think it's taking them five to seven years but i'm sure there's something that we could come out with almost that would purify the land a little quicker but it's happening though people are that's something people are keeping in their in, in their mind before they buy properties now i'm gonna try to make the the connection uh, one more time, if I can, you, you had mentioned programming the plant. Do you think it's possible uh, that, you know, with the THC weed crystals and even things like uh, 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 or, organite, shungite, clear quartz crystals, do you think it's possible to program these with the very same energy uh, that you're talking about programming the plants with? Yes, I think so. I, I think um, they both have an electromagnetic field around them. Um, plants are living things, and I, I think we can definitely program program the plant as well as as we can do with crystals. Um, the 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 thing um, about that, what I love about crystals is um, this is you know this is a theory to me. Um, you know, when I talk about stuff with Atlantis, it's it's kind of thrown up in the air, and it it's a topic that I like to use my intuition more because there's so many different viewpoints on it. And I, I just like to, to express the viewpoint that I had before. Um, I'm not sure if it's from a past life or what, um, but I think the, the beauty about using crystals in this day and age is I think we, we could have maybe altered our DNA to make sure what happened in Atlantis wouldn't happen again with abusement of crystals. Um, I think there's a, there's a crystal soul group out there that, that allows certain individuals to use crystals because um, I don't think everybody's attracted to crystals in this day and age right now, because I'm not sure if they're, I'm not sure. I, it's just a theory um, that I've had with, with another individual mind that um, for, there's a certain group of individuals that are allowed to work with crystals. And I don't think, we will see the abusement of crystals exactly the way we saw it, what happened in Atlantis. I think, um, what do you, because I definitely want to talk about Atlantis and the crystal theory real quick. And this, this kind of ties into it. What are your thoughts about things like uh, group reincarnation where people all were there? And there've been cases of this. There's, there's, there's stories out there. You can find it where entire towns have come back where, where they say, Oh, you were my neighbor, but, the one that's saying that is like a 12 year old child to like a 40 year old man or right. you know, the lady, uh, the, a lady who's like 30 or something years old. Uh, she has a friend that was her daughter in another life. Uh, what are your thoughts on things like group reincarnation? Yeah, I think that's a very um, real thing. Um, I'm trying to pull up this article. I, I read about, um, group reincarnations that was um very special i'll find it in a second um 
And the reason I ask is because, you know, you you saying that certain people are being brought back or at least certain people are allowed to work with the crystals. That's what that makes me think of, you know, is is how everybody everybody has a different skill and a different trait and a different ability, different extrasensory uh, perceptions and different extrasensory capabilities. Mine, I think, is using using my voice, using uh, uh, speech. There are other people who are able to tap into the crystals like that, but I think that's what it types in, or why it ties into the group reincarnation. There's different waves because at different times there were different abilities revealed to different people. Sure, and I, I think you're exactly right. Um, I think you know groups will also reincarnate to learn to learn lessons together, like communities, like certain towns. Uh, we'll go through things together, like people you went to high school with. You guys all, some of us experience such similar situations within the high school. And, you know, I think, like I said, you know, the, that's groups reincarnating to learn, to learn lessons together and to, to grow spiritually as well. Um, it's, it's really amazing. So It is. It, it truly is. I think that's one of the most, Interesting phenomena uh, regarding human re- regarding humanity, the fact that not only it, because it, it confirms two things: it confirms that we come back, and that at a certain level we do retain why we were here in the first place. Right, and I, I think we 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 come here because we want to solve problems and issues that maybe weren't weren't resolved in a past life. So we reincarnate to solve these problems with 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 former friends and. And then one night, it's it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, this is a and this is just a crazy synchronicity of how all this stuff kind of works. The one few, I've probably had maybe two or three past life regressions in my life, but the one that was the most memorable, uh, and you know, audience, you guys are more than welcome to laugh at this. Uh, they told me I was a mer person, and that I was actually from like the Atlantean period. And so I was like, well, that's crazy. And then the, 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 the more I get absorbed into this type of work, looking into the mechanism of the cosmos, uh, the, the divine timing, all this type of stuff, I start to get glimpses of just like, I, and I, I, don't, I, I, do not, I do not have the words to explain what it is I am seeing and what it is I'm experiencing. I just know that I'm experiencing it and that there's way more to, to this experience experiencing it i hope that doesn't sound batshit crazy no it doesn't at all um that's 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 a wonderful thing to hear i think um some of us remember from previous lives you know different different issues that have popped up in today's society and it's almost like a a reincarnation soul calling with with this big conscious group you know i think we're we, we see patterns that maybe have happened in a past life, problems in a past life, and we're, we maybe have seen signs of them in this life. And, you know, we're, we're working together on solving some of the problems that we know because we don't really want – we don't want history to repeat itself um, like we were talking about earlier. So I think, I think we, we have a calling right now. Um, you know, previous life in Atlantis, you know, um, some people ex- – remember um the abusement of crystals and how crystals got into the wrong hands um 
of people in Atlantis. But, um, you know, and elaborate on that because this is, this is something I'm curious about the abusing of crystals. Right. Um, so I think we re- we abused the crystals, um, when we were making, uh, weapons of war and mass destructions. I think very, very powerful crystals were used. And I think Atlantis almost blew itself up. Um, I think we were using, we were trying to make weapons like vaporized weapons with, with lasers. And I, I can't remember exactly. Um, but I, I've had a, a great conversation with this, with this entity one time. And I, I think we were trying to reach a comment uh, in space and we were trying to blow up a laser in space. And I think um, a certain, a layer ozone layer blocked the, the laser. And I think the laser, the power from the laser returned back to earth when we were trying to hit a comment or something like that. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what the, what the conversation, <laughs> where we were with that, but um, they kind of sparked a note in my, in, in my past life. And I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I think we definitely were abusing uh, crystals and lasers together. Um, so, well, this is a, this is a theme that we see pop up with like, with the Atlantean story itself is just yeah. that we, we had reached not necessarily a peak or a pinnacle of our power, uh, but they, basically that we were unable to harness it, that it was so like powerful that we essentially destroyed ourselves. Right. We did. Yeah. And it, we did. And oh, go ahead. I think there was a saying, there was a saying that was, um, that, that was said that goes never again, Atlantis, never again, Atlantis, never again, Atlantis. Um, and you know, this, this was just a, uh, Atlantis, I think, went on for a, a good amount of time. Um, you know, we had our golden ages too, as well. Um, but I think we just got too carried away um, towards the end. And you know, I think there's there was definitely survivors of Atlantis. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure. And but like I said, that we we just got we just abused the crystal technology. So you know, and they say. Uh- the idea behind America was for it to be the new Atlantis. Uh, and I just, I, I find that, that connection, you know, interesting because you have this, you have this consolidation of power uh, to where it essentially destroys itself and then scatters across the entire world only for it to recollect again in another place. And, and this is, this ties into also the same, what I would think, you know, the same crystal theory is because even though, uh, physically, corporeally, Atlantis is gone. That doesn't mean that the information that that contains Atlantis or that sustains Atlantis isn't there. I feel like it could definitely still right. be rediscovered. And you know, this is another another point I want to make with uh, with crystal technology. They literally use that in information technology in computer science. Like they use, is it quartz crystal where it's like able to hold like terabytes of data? Right. Uh, the quartz crystal. So um, before Atlantis, uh, the Lemurians were, were very active in running and they still were during Atlantis. Um, the Lemurians were, were the feminine, the more feminine part of our society. Um, the Lemurians, I, I don't really want to say they were at war with the Atlanteans. The Lemurians were just kind of kept to themselves and they lived more simply. 
and they were more from a place of love um, from what I remember. And the Lemurians, um, some of the Lanteans actually left uh, Atlantis before the falling. And I think some of them, um, they went, they connected with the Lemurians and the Lemurian courts, I believe some of the Atlanteans and the Lemurians encoded um, the information on the quartz crystals, um, the, specifically the Lemurian quartz crystals. Um, often the Lemurian quartz crystals will have a barcode um, on the crystal, uh, a barcode-like lines, and they say uh, when you're meditating, um, you just place your finger on certain lines of the Lemurian quartz, and that's where a lot of information from Atlantis can be found is through the Lemurian quartz. That's see that I I find that so fascinating because it's just like they're they're telling you that there is some kind of energetic exchange the bioelectricity that you're emitting when you make that connection with that crystal, there is some kind of energetic information exchange occurring there. And I find that so fascinating that we could rediscover uh, ancient teachings, ancient history, our, our, our time before existence, prehistory, simply through, through, through contact. Like that's just, it's fascinating to me. It really is something else. And what really has been intriguing me lately is meteorites and crystals from space like Moldavite and yes. Palestine. Um, you know, uh, people who, <laughs> who, who who say they don't really believe in um, the crystal pseudoscience, which I, I, I want to, I, I just want to say something um, about uh, crystal pseudoscience. I think it, it was almost written off as a pseudoscience because it can't be controlled or bought. Um, they, they can't put a price on it. Um, so they kind of almost want to dismiss it as a, as a theory. Um, especially, you know, cause we've never taught, taught about crystals really in school at all. Um, and, and that's my number one thing. If I wasn't taught about it in school, I want to look into it. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's kind of where I started with the crystals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it, I don't, I think it was written off as a pseudoscience because it can't be controlled or bought. Um, so. I, I think whenever, you know, the same, whenever they told me that they could start storing data in a crystal, that's whenever I knew, okay, there's, there's something here. Right. And our watches, our phones, it, it, they, they come back to the quartz crystal. It's pretty interesting. And then I, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's pivot into this, you know, Phones as crystals, crystals as portals. Like let's let's really pivot into that. We're talking about how your phone could essentially be it because it is the black mirror. It could, in theory, be a crystal because it has all of that information stored inside of it. You peer into it, you get visions of something else. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Taylor? About phones being crystals and crystals as portals. Right, and you know our our phone is a wonderful thing and. It, it, it can also be a thing that can control us at the same time if we, if we let it. Um, they're very, crystals are very powerful, and we don't want to underestimate the power of the crystal. And, um, you know, our phones, I think, are, communicate telepathically with other phones. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten text messages and I've already known what the text message was, even though I didn't even see it in my phone or anything. 
Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly the science behind it, but I know there's something there. Well, cause you, you pointed it out earlier. You said that there's an electromagnetic field around plants and crystals, right? Who's to say right. that there's not an electromagnetic field around your phone that, that uh, synchronizes with your own aura, with your own electromagnetic field. And I know that sounds far fetched, but we're literally talking about Atlantis. So, right. yeah, no. <laughs> I think there's definitely something there. You know, um, it's 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 something else, man. I think we definitely had something similar to phones in Atlantis. Um, that 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 brings me to a point. Um, do you think five G? Um, is a a sign or almost? I do think it's similar technology was used against us in against us in Atlanta, Atlantis. I would say so, simply because you know we we're moving into that time frame where we're we're slowly going to start understanding wireless energy more. Tesla Tesla towers, uh, being able to project that energy, and that's a beautiful thing. You're literally talking about the uh, the Earth's human resonance. Uh, the Earth's frequency, humans' frequency, and then getting into that kind of spirit science. I love that. 5G, I feel like, is is the weaponization and the demonization of such an energy. We are moving to a right. extraordinarily monumental time frame. And so because we are all syncing up on such beautiful majesty, these evil people are are doing what they're doing. They're having to 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 hijack this signal and create things like 5G. So I definitely feel like it's, it's a, it is a detriment to us. Right. And I think that's where the abusement of the powers of the crystals come into play. I, as I well. agree 1000% because it's the same thing. Think about it. They're, they're, they're using their hijacking signals, projecting that frequency onto something else and then piggybacking it. So something else basically goes through it. Like it's a destructive force. Uh, and it is just that the manipulation of the crystals. Right. Yeah. It's um, during my spiritual awakening, the the downloads and messages I was getting was Shungite and Organite and 5G. It was like all that, like over and over, day after day, hour after hour, was like Shungite and Organite, Shungite, Organite, and that's that 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 was my soul calling, and I still feel like it is today. Is is to really figure out how we can really use Organite and Shungite to protect ourselves from 5G. Um, I, I think there's, there's, there's other things that, that are going to be coming into play that are going to really help us um, fight 5G. I heard there's also Shungite paint that came out recently. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I, I would like to look more into Shungite paint. <laughs> and if it's if it's legit, I would love to paint my house with shungite paint. <laughs> well, I think I, I, have you heard of these things called chemtrail busters? They're like those giant. Uh, they're like the like copper pole thing. Yeah, they have like silver tubes. Uh, they got all kinds of organite in them. Uh, and the idea behind it is that it emits like a low frequency, uh, a low frequency wave that basically blocks out that chemtrail in your area. Have you heard of those? I have yes, uh, my my, I think the company Organ Nomi makes them as well, um, and I, I've I think there even there's some videos of on YouTube of people planting these in the ground and 
next thing you know, the chemtrail's gone. It, it's pretty fascinating. Um, so there, there's definitely some metals up in the air that this organite is affecting. Yes. And this is, this, is, this is why I'm glad that you're saying the abusement of the crystals is because people don't understand things like this. If you can effectively put them together, like think, think about that. You're literally combining crystals to create a certain frequency that, 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 makes, that manifests change. And they say that's pseudoscience. You're literally yeah. affecting your rea- not only your reality, you're affecting the world, projecting a frequency. And they say that's pseudoscience. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah it, it really is um and i i i believe there's there's gonna be a lot more organite coming into play in the in these next few years um you know i i really do believe people are waking up to the dangers of 5g um i really do and i i, I think 5g or 4g was at like five gigahertz and i think 5G is at 100 now. So we took a big step from 4G to 5G. Um, and I just wish you know, there was more um, more studies going into play on the health risk of 5G. And it just seems like uh, the NSA, just the, the government just has no, they don't have any interest in um, researching the effects on it. But this is, it. You are, you're a thousand percent right, Taylor. But this is why this ties into what we were saying before. The government is not regulating it. That's why what we're talking about right here, this is part of that conscious entrepreneurship. If anyone is listening right now, do you know that anybody that could pull all this together, do you know how much, not only, it's not even about the money, how many lives you could save if you came up with, uh, with, with, with a Shungite paint? How much life, like how many lives you could save trying to stop the effects of 5G? And that's why it's upon us to be vastly aware of the problem so that we can come up with these types of solutions because people aren't testing these types of things. People, people, people are just now waking up to the, to the reality of chemtrails. So we, as people who are at the, at the, at the tip of the spear, we have to figure out how to pierce through it so that we can protect everyone else that comes after. Right. And, and, and with the entrepreneurship, you know, we're ready to support people who want to come up with ideas like that. I, I know you are. I know I am. I know uh, other like-minded individuals are, you know, I will, if there was a, a blanket that was EMF proof, if somebody came out with that, I'd love to buy it. Oh, really. that's smart. Um, yeah. To go to, to go to bed on, um, you know, there's, there's all different kinds of things that we can work off of, off, off this. <laughs> it's sad that we have to use 5g as a selling point, but it's a selling point that needs to happen. It's information that people need to get out there uh, with the dangers of it. And if that has to be our, our turn point for selling it, then, you know, that's what it is. Well, um, it's like, would you, would you rather have radiation or some weird looking clothes? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the weird looking clothes any day. Any, any day. So you know, there's, there's so many cool things that we can make um, in the, in this, in this community. And that's the beauty of it, man, because we're we're literally operating from a state of compassion, understanding, creativity, uh, unity and, and, and power within the individual. And I think that's, again, what we were talking about before, something I wish I could share with the audience even more so, because I, that, that's a crazy idea. An EMF blanket. It's like a like a Faraday cage T-shirt or something like that. That would be and this it, it, help us sleep. 
it, it would help you sleep. Think about that. This is this is. I, I think you would think that this would be the funnest thing ever to say, hey, look at all these problems. Let's start coming up with solutions and just throwing darts at the wall until it sticks. You would think that's how we should approach this. But people see these problems uh, as, as inconveniences rather than challenges that we get to overcome. Sure. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. I never really thought about it like that. You know, it, 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 should, it should fuel us. Into, motiv- into motivation on to stopping these and, and come out with these inventions. Um, just some of the things have been popping up on charging plates, like organite charging plates. Um, there's organite tables that can be made. You know, there's so many. Organite is such a wide range of products. It, it's not just the pyramids. Um, there's organite keychains. There, imagine like organite slabs like to go inside the house like inside the walls. Um, I've heard of like grounding plates for cars to ground your car, to protect your car. Um, and I've heard of even people putting selenite in their car to keep cops away. Um, huh. Yeah, uh, I think selenite's a good repellent <laughs> for, for low-frequency beings. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, cops are bad, but I'm just saying, you know, they might be on a different frequency than hey. us. So selenite can um, can block them away. But I want to. Uh, I definitely want to speak on this. You were talking earlier, you know, about things like space rocks. I'm curious uh, what your thoughts are as far as uh, pulling information from that, as well as crystals being entities. But before we get into that, explain to the audience if you could uh, what things like organite and shungite are. Right. So organite is uh, different metals and crystals joined together by resin um, for EMF. It's used for different things, for abundance, attracting abundance, and um, attracting love. Um, it really just depends on the intentions that was set making the organite. Um, I think that has a, a big thing to do with with the energy that, that, that the organite um, carries itself with is the energy that was that was made with it um i think organite and shungite i think shungite has a lot of the similar qualities that organite has i I really do think so it's not far off of organite if not the same the same capabilities as organite um that shungite has um shungite is is magnificent um i think if we place, you know, different pieces of of organite and shungite around the house, I think that really helps with the Wi-Fi um, and the cell phone radiation that's coming on, like, that's coming into our houses. Um, in terms of like cutting off or trying to reduce the radiation um, and frequencies as much as you can in your house, I think cutting off the Wi-Fi before we sleep. Yes. And- Turning off, turning on airplane, our phones on airplane modes before we go to bed. I think those two are are the, our number one things, and even turning off our microwaves if we can. So, I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad you said that because I uh, the house that we have now, thankfully, I'm I'm lucky. Actually, not really. We don't have internet still at this house, uh, but at my previous house, we 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 used to turn off the Wi-Fi every night before we we went to bed. And I'll be honest with you, those those were some of the best nights of sleep that I'd had. And I right. and, and the reason like, I, night, and day. Yeah, like <laughs> night and day. It's like it's like 
it's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you're getting, you're actually getting peace. You know, you're not having that overwhelming feeling of, am I getting a text? Uh, am I going to get a notification? You don't really care because it's like that kind of peace of mind that, well, it's, it's shut off. And I know that sounds right. silly, but people don't turn off. They don't know how to effectively disengage. And when you're online 24 seven, even having your Wi-Fi on, you're still going to be tied into just that. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, Wi-Fi, I think cutting off the Wi-Fi is is very important. Um and I, I love to place my phone in a totally separate room than what I sleep in. Yep. That that's seems like it's helped a lot. I put mine in the bathroom. That way like I have I have to get up to turn off the alarm. I don't wanna I don't put it next to me uh because I'll have messages going off or I'll think, oh I can look at my phone real quick and it's that that level of control. Uh, that something else has over you. And I think that's a lot of, a lot of things that people don't take the time to think about. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's something else, man. You know, it's, I love taking my month camping trip <laughs> and then taking a break from 5g and, and 4g that's, that surrounds Atlanta right now. Um, I've been, man, I'm not sure what it is, but I've been having a big calling to go overseas lately. Do it. Um, to an, to a non five G to a non five G country, um, I'm not sure what the calling is, but uh, I've just been having a calling to go overseas to get away from five G. I'm not I'm not using that to scare anybody. It's just a personal calling that, that I've had. I'm not sure if it's if it's a, a health reason for myself that I need to get out of the U S. for a little bit, but um, I'm I'm trying to decide you know a a, a good country to get to go to. Um, to get away from it, but um, I, uh, I wish I could say Australia, my friend, but at that, at this point, you know, I don't even know. We had, uh, a few months back, we had a few months back or back in like season six, we had Zach of uh sun gaze on, uh, and hearing you say this thing, like I got to get out of America. I had Zach on and he, we were talking about the same thing. Organite, Shungite, uh, these these Gwyn towers, these cell phone towers, these ELF towers, and this is somebody who's who has pretty high psychic ability. I'll just say that, and he's telling me right. he's susceptible to these types of things. He's hearing when they turn it on. He's hearing certain stuff, and it 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 weighs my heart down hearing this because you're hearing somebody that's essentially tuned in uh, to the earth being affected by something artificial. And I know there's more people out there who are going to be even more susceptible to that the minute this gets turned on. So I hear you want, I hear you uh, wanting to leave, man. I, I yeah, there, yeah. I, there was a there's an article that I saw too, and when I read articles, I think you know people people like us we're we're able to weed out the bullshit as well through through intuition, and we we just know what's true, or we 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 think we know. What, what what's more accurate and what's not more accurate based on our intuition. Um, I think the, what uh, this article I was, I was watching and they were saying how the people who own the 5g can, can make people think that they're talking to like the devil or something through 5g or, yep. and, or God or something. And, and I'm not sure how they're able to do that, but I, it, it's something else, man, how they're able to try to, mind control people through through the 5g and and whatnot it's it's really something else 
Well, this this is uh, I kind of want to talk to you if we can, you know, about the still crystals as portals and phones as crystals type of thing. These phones are essentially the gateway for whatever artificial energy is being uh, propagated through 5G and it's overriding our natural body frequencies. We're not listening to God. We're not listening to the earth. We're sure as shit not listening to ourselves. And this is the problem. We're being overridden right. by something that's not real. And that's 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 why I trip out is because when we're talking about crystals, that's real. That's normal. That formed. That had a lifespan. It didn't it wasn't it wasn't built in China. So you're creating right. to, you're connecting to something that 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 essentially has roots, that has like history that's been here. We are not connected to something that's been here. We're connected to something that's just being brought here. And that's a different that's a whole different mentality. Whole different frequency that's just that like, we're into. Just like AI. Yep. You know? is is right there with it um i'm not sure if ai is integrated with 5g um but i think that's something else that we also have to look out for is the ai Um, oh yeah so i i i definitely agree uh this is oh let oh man let's let's come back to the 5g stuff because i definitely want to i want to point this type of stuff out let's put a pin in this we'll definitely come back let's talk about uh, crystals as entities and, 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 and space rocks. Um, you know, we have, we have, uh, I'm not sure if you're a flat earther. I myself am on the fence. I still look at it, but one of the, one of the primary things, uh, that I throw out to people that are proponents of the flat earth theory is what the hell are comets? What are asteroids? If we live inside of a dome. So when you say things like space rocks, and how we're already talking about how this type of information uh, or how, 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 how crystals can contain this information. I'm wondering if there's otherworldly knowledge or some kind of information within these space rocks. What are your thoughts on that? Yes. I, th- I think there's definitely information in these space rocks. Um, you know, I th- think some of the information on the space rocks um, is very similar to, you know, some of the information that's encoded in our court, some of our quartz crystals as well. Um, I think there's a, there's a conscious, uh, a connecting consciousness with the crystals um, where, where information is transferred between multiple, multiple stones and different stones. Um, you know, we were, we were talking about, you know, is there a correlation between, certain rocks and, and birth dates, um, and, uh, yes. and, and whatnot. Um, you know, I think certain stones vibrate on are attracted to a, a similar vibration because I think each day it has a different vibration. Um, you know, people are born on different days of the year and different times. I think each time and different day, has a certain vibration. I think that vibration um, can be matched with certain crystals, and I think I think that's where that comes into play. Um, I'm, I, I don't think there's one stone that's specifically for one birth date or or sign. Um, I think there's multiple for each ones. Um, I think the best way to find out which stone is correlates with you is you know, what, what stands out to you when you go to a a crystal store or or an event, you know, which, which stone is sticking out to you that that's calling your name. Um, 
the the best thing about one of the best things about crystals is you know different crystals will come into our lives at, at certain times when we need them um and when we need to inquire certain information a certain crystal will come into our life and we may be able to get the information needed at, at that specific time and crystals are known for getting up and leaving people you know when they're done with them um that is a very interesting phenomenon that I have noticed as well. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. People talk about that all the time, that their crystals will go missing. Like they'll literally vibrate out of their existence. Right. Moldavite's uh, a known, known crystal for doing that. <laughs> um, so what, it, what do you, if you don't mind me asking, what do you, what do you think that is? Is it, is it, um, is it to where it's, 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 is it to where it's like they use up the information to where it's used up to where all the energy has been extracted from it and there's no, there's no more material uh, anchor here for it. What do you think that is where stuff is disappearing? Because I have, I have obsidian in here. Um, I have an organite uh, little, I guess you could call it like an organite to uh, uh, coaster. I have a number of crystals here in the office, but they haven't, they, they haven't disappeared. They, they, they've just, you know, help regulate the energy flow here. Sure. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think when the crystal's ready to, to leave somebody or if, like, we're attracted to give a crystal away, I think that's when it's the crystal's time to go. But, you know, if it's still there, then it's it's still being put to use. Um, I've really – I've only happened – I've had it happen th uh, four times. Three times was with, was with Moldavite and one time was with uh, a Lemurian Quartz. Oh, wow. uh, we're and also one uh another time was actually phenakite too um it just disappeared on me i i had it in my hand and next thing you know it's gone so huh yeah it's it's, it's something else <laughs> and that's i'm just i'm so i'm fascinated by this because you know you can look at studies they'll tell you that we are made of stardust that we're made of carbon Hydrogen, ni uh, nitrogen, oxygen, potassium, and sulfur. These are all the base components that are found all throughout the earth and, and within space. We are stardust. And so when you're talking about this stuff disappearing, part of me thinks, well, are we absorbing it? Are we? Right. Yeah, I think that's definitely, uh, I think that's definitely possible. I think it's definitely happened. You know, we're, we're beings of light and we're electric magnetic beings with geometric structures um, which are very similar to what crystals are. And, you know, we could almost blend in with the vibration of the crystal and it could become a part of us. This makes, this makes me yeah. think of uh, what we were saying beforehand as crystals as being portals. Do you think, and because I'm going to, I'm going to, do you think that these crystals are being used, maybe not necessarily as portals, um, but interfaces or, or gateways for whatever else, is in that light spectrum that we can't see as like the gateway. Like, are we using crystals as, um, as the medium, so to speak between other entities? Yes. I, I believe, you know, there are certain stones out there that, you know, let's say I was holding a piece of Moldavite and you were holding a piece of Moldavite and we were meditating at the same time, you know, are these stones communicating with each other? at the same time to receive this information. Um, I definitely think there's, there's, there's something there, man. There, there's something 
something about the crystal that I don't think we have our heads fully wrapped around just yet. I, I agree. I definitely don't. Uh, because it's like we're we're essentially talking about energy and light condensed, just trapped, or just like made manifest. And that's it's almost like a soul in there. <laughs> almost like you say, almost like a soul. Yeah, it's almost like a soul. It's in I, I agree. That's and I think that's why I'm having like a hard time trying to figure out how to pose that question because you're talking about something that's existing, but stationary. And so it's like, how do you def- how do you how do you talk about life, light, energy being trapped in matter. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a, a topic that is be <laughs> <laughs> deep. Yeah, very deep and very you have to have an open mind open mind for it for sure. Well, I think whenever people think of crystals, their immediate mind or at least my mind goes to things like diamonds. When people think of crystals, they think of jewelry or some kind of accessories or, or just things that look gaudy, you know, where they just want to look pretty or whatever. They don't think about, well, what benefit does this have? They only think of the physical corporeal three dimensional benefit. They're not looking at how whatever that thing is, is able to trap energy or not even trap. It's able to catch energy, catch light. It's also able to shoot it off in whole different spectrums that you can't even see. Whatever that is is way more important than just hanging around, uh, hanging around your wrist. It's it's an even right. bigger thing whenever it hangs around your neck because it's closer to your heart. So we have this whole thing throughout history to where you see it still being used, but right. not talked about. Right? Yeah. It's it's crazy how it's it's not out there. Yeah, you don't see. There's not a corporate crystal company out there that where there's a a company, a crystal company in one area, and then there's the same brand of it in a different area. I think it's just a, it's very it's a very special community and a very special tool, um, more different than any other any other thing out there. Um, and why would if you don't if you don't mind me asking, why would why would they hide it? Like you know, the, it, is it like our crystal? Yeah, box? because is that why they hide it? Because there's knowledge in them, right? And I think people when they when they hold crystals, they 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 receive downloads, and I I think it's just information that's that's wanting to be kept away from us. Um, I I just I I believe, um. You know, I, I do believe that I don't think, like I said earlier, I don't think we'll abuse crystals the way we did in exactly in Atlantis. I think it's happening in a different way. Um, as, in terms of like healing crystals like these, um, I, I just think there's so much more out there. Um, have you heard of the Vogel, Marcel Vogel crystals by chance? I have not. So he was able to take a crystal and cut it um, in, with different sides. Um, and he, he came out, like there's actually science behind his crystals where he would cut a crystal to 144 sides um, and, and different, different sides and, and certain um, angles of the quartz crystal would create different energies and healing energies. Um, he also came out with a, a crystal bed where he would hang 
a crystal over each chakra while we while you sleep and you know that these are different tools that i think people could really benefit from too so do you, i'm sure you've seen it uh and i'm i'm not sure like what it's called but i've seen people uh they get this it looks like it's like the kabbalah or it's some kind of sacred geometrical structure and then i've seen them uh put various crystals around them and then meditate with inside uh the, the the geometrical the sacred geometry circle right i think the, those what are crystal grids um the are you talking about like the mats yeah where, yeah the, the mats where it's kind of laid out and you can kind of place the crystals on the yeah. lines yeah i think uh those are wonderful tools for attracting positive energies and and setting attentions uh, crystal grids um, you know, we're creating one giant crystal grid across across the world through these various crystal shops um, and and planting crystal shops and these crystals reaching different homes across the across the world. You know, we're creating one big crystal grid. I think it's just a big part of the process. Um, uh, another piece of the puzzle in, in the in the conscious movement. And you said uh, real quick, you said those were Mark Vogel crystals. Marcel, yeah, Marcel Vogel. Okay. It makes me think. Uh, it makes me think about uh, Dr. Masaru Emoto's experiments on water, where he was, uh, where where he took different experiments, different containers of water, attached a, a label with like love, hate, happy, sad, joy, anger, and then every day, you know, he would pro- he would say words and he would project it onto these uh, these bodies of water, and after time you could see the quality of the water change. The actual crystalline structure of the water uh, began to take different shapes and different, uh, different patterns. And I find that so fascinating because you're, you're seeing how it's not only intention, but it's also how we project things and how it's received in the world. So here, sure. here, hearing you talk about Marcel Vogel makes me think of that right off the bat. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> There's there's so much to learn in this in the crystal technology, um, and I think, you know, like I said with the entrepreneurship, I think crystal businesses is a, a wonderful way for people to be in entrepreneurship. You know, um, because there's never enough crystals out there that people that people need. There's always a demand for them, and and it's a it's a wonderful tool to grow with as well. Um, the the great thing about these conscious this, these conscious businesses is that there's always learning involved with it. Um, so. And that's, that truly, that truly is the beauty of the times that we're living in uh, because you see people slaving away for a dollar that they don't really want. And then you have us over here who were talking about all these, not necessarily problems, but like I said before, these challenges that we get to overcome and we're right there on the cusp Right. And we are. And, and man, there's just so many ideas out there that we could come up with. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be just be 5G, all 5G and radiation. It can be involved with water, um, water purification. It can be involved with um, reducing plastic and biodegradable products. Um there, there's just there's so many different angles that people can take these days into creating 
you know, positive products that the new age people are attracted to. And, you know, the, these kids that are growing up in, in middle school and high school now, you know, they're, they're, they're learning. I mean, I think we have some very conscious evolving uh, teenagers coming up right now. So, and I think they're ready to support, support the community as well. So what, let's, let's just say, you know, you're talking to uh, a random average viewer who's, who's chiming in here saying, I want to help. I want to help. I want to do something. I see all this great change taking place. How can I help? What would be your message to them? Right. I think for, first we find out, you know, what, what attracts them in their life? What, what do they like to do? Um, you know, do they like to, um, are they, are they into researching, um, you know, information um, and news articles like you? Are they, do they like to travel? Do they like to help children? Do they like to help the animals? Um, you know, there's, people can find their niche and then they find their demographic to market to. And to me, marketing is putting yourself in other people's shoes and picturing how they are going to react to, um, to a product or a picture or a, a news article or whatever, you know, we're just putting ourselves in their shoes and forecasting how they're going to react to it. Um, you know, it's for, like I said, finding the niche and then finding the demographic to market to. So, you know, and, and the reason I, we have to, the reason we're jumping all over the place with a lot of this stuff is because not everybody is an activist. Not everybody is a researcher. Some people are excellent businessmen and that's more or less what this community needs. It needs people who, who, who realize their role. And I say that because we all have different talents. We all have different abilities. Everybody understands things differently. There's certain tools that you have, certain resources that they have. But if we don't understand that the individual's role within the community is to empower the community, we all do ourselves a, do ourselves a disservice. Right. Right. And um, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, yeah. So I mean, the f the first thing that I would recommend is you know we just find out you know, what they like and, and their tools and talents are, um, you know, they doesn't, we don't have to, you don't have to know their tools and talents off the bat. You know, we just, we just kind of see, you know, what, the, what they're, what they're interested in. And some people, um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many different uh, places to go in, in the conscious movement, you know, the, the, the food industry, the organic food industry um, is, is a big, is a, big industry that's coming up in the vegan movement. Um, one of the ideas that I had the other day was a, a vegan um, pre-planned meals. You know, I, you know, for people like me who are always running around the city and traveling a lot, I would love to have a, a, a three or a, a two day meal ready to go for me to pick up. And that, there's my food. Um, there's just so many, so many different ways to go. In, in the conscious movement. So, yeah, per a perfect example. You know, even we started this out talking about uh, marijuana, cannabis, THC, and stuff like that. A perfect example of how this change has already taken place. People are getting rid of pharmaceuticals and they're picking up CBD oil. That's a beautiful thing. That is, that is a it beautiful, is. beautiful thing to me 
Uh, I hate pharmaceuticals. I hate what it's done to people. It's turned people inside out. And so you have people actively seeking uh, effective alternatives. And it's because you have people like us and other people who are already out there doing the work who are providing those solutions. And that's the beauty that we need to highlight more. We fully have these. We, 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 we know the solutions. We literally just need to start working on implementing them. That's that's all it is. Right. Yeah, it is. Um, it's taking our ideas and, and turning them into reality. You know, we would CBD wouldn't have been a thing if we didn't have a bunch of people advocating about it and, and telling people the benefits of it. And you know, the, you know that's the, the that was their role in in their lifetime. And you know, was was advocating CBD and making a stand on CBD. And you know, there's just there's so many places and in this community, like I said, where, where people can expand their, their knowledge and express their knowledge and, and their, what they're advocating about. So this is what I mean by us living in the modern day Renaissance. Uh, If you got, that's why that cliche where there's a will, there's a way. That's why it's real. That's why it's there because there is validity to it. And if you guys set your mind to it, clear out all the other, what you think of as distractions and, and, and start working on this, making conscious effort and conscious action to have this happen, you'd be surprised uh, the, the amount of majesty that would be bestowed upon you. It, it, it truly is. It truly is an amazing time to be alive. Uh, but Taylor, my man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, it was a pleasure, and uh, we'll have to meet up here soon. Um, you know, I just wanted to say this before we go. You know, limits are in the mind. Um you know, anybody, anybody can start their own business. Anybody can break away from building, you know, you don't have to build somebody else's dream working $9 an hour. Um, we, it's a great day and age to be in live. Like you were saying, we have so many tools around and I, I really encourage people to research in the hollow chain if they can. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, limits are on the mind. Um, anybody can have the freedom to travel and do what they want to do. Um, you know, so and that's what it is. We have to liberate, liberate mm-hmm. ourselves so we can liberate others. What are your, uh, your, your final thoughts? What, what are final words that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, that, um, I, I appreciate you coming out here and, um, and having me on board again. And, you know, I think it's a great time to be alive. So, I'm excited for the future. Um, I'm excited for these uh, old politicians dying off in office and making the way for the new grounds. <laughs> I'm excited, man. We have a great future ahead. So um, I appreciate you having me on board, and I encourage everybody to to build a lifestyle where you know where they can have as much freedom as they can to to learn and and travel and and learn knowledge that's around the world. So, um, so man, that's about it. So I appreciate it again you have me on so what other blessing is there man we get to think about that our calling to life is not only to make our life better but to try to make everybody else's life better what other blessing in life is there i can't think of one i can't think the the joy of helping people is undescribable Um, it's amazing it's the you know helping out communities is, is really amazing and it doesn't have to be a whole community it can be one one person, you know, making one person's day can change their life forever. So. That's what I'm saying. Liberate yourself, liberate others. That is the calling. Like I said, Taylor, my man, thank you for coming on. 
this is most definitely a pleasure. I'll have to have you back on here soon. Looking forward to it, man. I'll talk to you very soon. Real quick, uh, before you go, where can people find more of your work? So uh, we just launched our uh, crystal company, Atlantis Connection. Um, I'll be on there uh, a good bit. And then, uh, of course, my personal Instagram, Taylor369. I'm on there as well. Um, but these next few months, I'll be focused on the crystal business and and trying to get the knowledge out about 5G and EMF protection. So that, that's my calling for these next few months. I'd say that's a good so. calling. It's a, definitely very pressing issues. I will be sure uh, to put all of Taylor's contact information in the description bar below. Uh, so you can go follow him. Go support his work. If this episode helped you, if you like what you heard, you want to have Taylor back on, email him. He'll email me. We'll have him back on. And we'll do this all over again. I'm just kidding. We'll have him back on again uh, <laughs> sometime in the near future. Like I said, Taylor, bro, thank you for coming on, man. This was a blast. Appreciate it, Freedom. Have a great day. So I'll talk to you very soon. Uh, you too, man. Stay. Be easy out there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a war out there, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Be, be safe out there. Be easy. Sorry <laughs> yeah, to, man, but we're staying sane in this crazy world. So if, we were able to, if we're able to stay sane right now, I think we got this. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood, hoping I don't lose my mind, man. <laughs> Same here, my friend. We'll, we'll get rid of the 5G. So, <laughs> And that's what I'm talking about, man. This this is why I'm like battle buddies. We're in the same fight together. That's why this is awesome. It is. It's awesome, man. I think we'll, we'll be attracting a lot more of uh, similar-minded people here in the future. So I'm excited. And that's why we do the work. All right, that's gang. That's all, all right. I have for you. If you guys have any questions feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. Like I said, I will put Taylor's contact information there as well, uh, as well as the link to his, his website and his Instagram. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, and Taylor369, out. Later.